What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Ez, so I've been watching the I watched the final episode. I think it's the final episode of the Star Wars Mandalorian Gallery, and in that episode, they are talking about all these characters and all these background characters uh, that they that they they want to bring to the center stage, right? Like so, they, the Ugnaught and yeah. IG IG unit. So who I guess is so who's a who's a background kind of a character, right? Or a background species, or something we you know that that we don't get a lot of mm. information on in the Star Wars universe that you think would make a cool character in like Mandalorian season two or or, or something. Oh my, that's a great question. Okay, so he, so here we go. Like the fact that they brought Quill and Ugnot and made us fall in love with him, I think is amazing. I can't believe that they did that. So to me, I'm looking at like the first thing that popped in my head when you asked that was a Gamorrean. So those guys, they're green. They got like the pig snout, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of thing. And they're they're in uh, Jabba's palace. Gosh, is that the only place we see them? We we see them in other like you know, um, right. in the, in the Clone Wars series and things like that. But but yeah, I think to see one of them would be hysterical. Like you know, to, like to actually have them talking and and maybe have somewhat of a a role as a part of like a member of a of the crew or something. Uh, that would be. I don't, I don't know that they could actually pull that off. And if they did, I would be blown away because <laughs> I never yeah. thought that I would care about someone like Quill. Like, I'm just like, ah, whatever. You know, they fix, they're tossing C-3PO's head around in Empire. You know, it's, it, it, they're cool looking. Um, and, and, and that's that, you know, they're in the holiday, well, that holiday special, special series, you know, so. Right. But yeah, I don't so know. Did you, so, yeah. so did you watch, did you watch that episode? The episode eight? No, I didn't see it. it no. Okay. Uh-huh. So it's really cool. Um, the, the 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 final episode of the Mandalorian thing, and I um, 
they're just, it's really funny because they're just talking about all of these like different things and how, how they make connections. And I thought it was an amazing episode um, just at them talking about you know, all these connections they're making with Star Wars, right? And you pull things and it, and, and it ends up making it um, feel authentic, right? Because they don't, they don't do it in a way and it's like, oh, look, here's this thing that only super hardcore fans are going to know. And they don't like, they, they just, no, we're just, it's just part of the universe and, and something like that. So they were talking about um, the ice cream machine. I don't know. So I guess that there's a character in Empire Strikes Back. Uh, his name's like William. I don't know. Like the fans actually gave him a name. He has an action figure now. Apparently he's like some tiny, tiny Will, character. Yeah. Will Rowe Hood, I think is his name. Will yeah. Rowe Hood. Yeah. Are you yeah. Familiar, were you like familiar with him at all or something? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen this episode yet, but this is someone who people cosplay as and they. the Well, they, so not only do not they cosplay Legion, as. I think, yeah. Yeah, they cosplay. They 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 five o first him or whatever yeah. you should say, right? Rebel Legion, and they all get this ice cream maker. And anyway, so in the episode John Favreau is talking about like how he wanted to have it and how he thought it was a really cool deal. So actually, so they use um so the in Mandalorian, it's what the best car is carried in, right? Remember he like sets it down to the table oh, and opens yeah. up. Yes, that's and so right. they were like, you know, here's clearly the, here's clearly this what was just an ice cream machine, right? That they that some guy is running with an empire strikes back. And so they use it in Mandalorian and that's what it's the same thing. Right. So they went and got this like hard to find ice cream machine because it's old and was made in the seventies. And like, they're talking about that. I just thought it was cool. And it, again, it just shows like the level of care that these guys are taking. And it's a great, great episode. Uh, just talking about all the connections they want to make and why they specifically chose the characters that they did um and dave filoni makes this great analogy where he's talking about like we kind of went it with went at it with the approach of like your older brother comes in and he takes away all your cool toys right so you got like this, this <laughs> huge box of star wars toys right yeah and your old like your older brother comes in and he's like well i'm taking luke skywalker and darth vader and you know, Han and Chewie and Leia and C-3PO. And, you know, I'm left with like the Ugnaught and the IG unit. And, but I've got this Boba Fett. I've got this Boba Fett. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to paint this Boba Fett silver and I'm going to make it like its own thing. And like, that's kind of the approach they went with it. And I just thought it was really cool because that is ultimately what we ended up kind of getting in um, the Mandalorian. And they just talk about all the, all the deep cuts, right? Like they keep using that word, like, oh, it's a deep cut, right? Where they're like, Mm-hmm. It's almost like a challenge to them where they like they say, hey, what can we take inside the Star Wars universe and kind of bring it forward? And in a way, it helps expand the universe, right? So like now when you see IG-88 in Star Wars, which was just, he's like, they talk about how like it wasn't even a really functional thing. It was just like something they had there. It was mounted to the floor. Yes. Um, and it's just something, they talk about how they, they, they just wanted all these other guys propped up around Boba Fett to make Boba Fett seem cooler and more important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fans have expanded it and made it bigger. And so now that they're doing that, it actually helps expand and make the originals better, right? Where yeah. and I, I think that I think that it's just super cool, and it's just another moment in this series where I keep watching and I just keep thinking, my God, the I'm so glad that Star Wars is in these guys' hands. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like when uh, that's a great um, example, Boba Fett just having a few characters around him. You could have just had him there, right, by himself talking to Vader. But what made it better is that. You saw him talking to all these people, and then we followed Boba. What what did everyone else do? You know, and so so that is that's 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 the genius of it, right? 
Uh, yeah, Wilbur Hood though. That is a that is a deep cut. I mean, that is a That's deep a cut. Really actually, deep cut, man. Have you seen at, at Celebration? They actually will do they run the ice cream yeah. run. Yeah, like they they, they kind do, of they do a run. Yeah, yeah. They go jogging through. They clear a path. They get ready. There's all uh, like you know, fifteen, twenty, fifty of these guys uh, and gals all dressed up like that, and they take take off for a jog through Celebration. They're clapped through. I mean, it's it's awesome. Yeah, so. they were talking about they were talking about that in in the episode. That's kind of what they open uh, this this last. I think I think it's the last episode um, because it's like from two weeks ago. But then um, I went on vacation, and you know, so I hadn't seen it and stuff. And so uh, they haven't posted another one. So I think I think it was the final episode. But yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so they were just talking about that that Willow Hood character, and I was like, wow, that's a real it's a real deep cut. So, the, but they were talking about that and all the stuff they chose. I mean, like the the Mandalorian's gun, right, is from the holiday special. The mm-hmm. um, yes. the uh, the the gun that he his 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 big kind of his big blaster, not his little not his hand his handgun is uh his big blaster. So or his yeah. his pistol, uh, the the big one. So they just talked about that. They 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 talk about um the cantina right and well, how they had like totally recreated the cantina yeah and they said like you know um something again stuff that like they 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 they're doing in production that we don't necessarily think about right so in that episode they're talking about well if you go back to f- episode four remember when they walk in um c-3po is not allowed in no droids are allowed Right. Yes. And so now we're a couple of years removed from the empire and everything. And there's a droid that's the bartender. So like what's happened with, with the cantina, uh-huh. right? Yeah. You know, like what's, what's happened to the cantina? They said R5, yes. uh, not R5, but the other R unit that they, that Luke doesn't buy. Yeah. Bad um, motivator. Yeah. Bad motivator. He's, he's in there and it's like, wow, you know, just like stuff that like they just fill it with and, and, because they said, well, that droid would have just stayed on Tatooine. So, like, they yeah. threw him in here and they kind of scratched up where his motivator was and stuff like wow. that. And it's stuff that, like, you just wouldn't see unless you were really paying close attention. But it's the kind of stuff that helps build this atmosphere of Star Wars. And the real reason I wanted to bring this up is we've been talking a lot about um, Mandalorian Season 2. And we've been talking about the idea of like Ahsoka and I think we have a transmission today, maybe um, on some, some, I think we have a, a transmission on, on some, on Ahsoka, right. Uh, or mm-hmm. Ahsoka's least mentioned. So I was kind of just kind of just in that, in that mindset and thinking about Mandalorian season two as it's certainly the next thing approaching us. Um, you know, we've been talking about is Ahsoka gonna kind of take away from Mando's story. And we've been kind of saying no, because I think it kind of brings him into the star Wars kind of universe a little bit more. Um, and so now I'm, when I'm watching this and I'm seeing all of these connections they're doing, actually, in a, in a crazy way, it almost helps build the other way, too. Like, it helps – it doesn't just help build Mandalorian as a character. It helps build – like, it will help build Ahsoka as a character. And it helps build, you know, like Vader and some of these other characters. Because, you know, when I think back to Rebels, right, you know – when Ahsoka comes in and Vader comes in, it's like, well, now they're doing stuff and you start to begin to see how powerful, you know, like Kanan is and Ezra is and all this stuff. And then it actually like, because even we see them be pretty powerful. was like, Oh my God, if Vader's that much more powerful than, than, than them, because we've seen them fight. Well, like now when I watch Obi-Wan fight Vader in four, I'm like, Mm. geez, dude, these guys are like, the real deal you know what it's i mean it's a, yeah yeah and not that we don't don't know that they were in the first place but it's just it by taking these ugnots and taking these uh ig units and all of these other characters and kind of giving them 
some time to shine when you see them in other older star wars movies or whatever you have more of a sense of who they are as, as characters and why they're important and, and some of their backstory and so it, i think it just helps star wars altogether absolutely yeah absolutely it does you know i was thinking as you were as you're talking um it, it's a really great question i would love for folks to let us know who they think is like is there a um a character in the originals or is there some sort of you know air quote deep cut uh that they're going to try to to weave in and it's and it is subtle because for me so salacious crumb was the uh, i think i think you say it kawakian monkey lizard mm -hmm. in jabba's palace right that's that's laughing all the time yeah um and we see one of those roasting in the mandalorian yeah. And we see one in a cage, like, you know, kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, so, like, watching, <laughs> I mean, a relative or something, maybe, like, on, you know, I mean, roasting. So, like, that was kind of funny, and it was one of those things that was a nod back to um, Return of the Jedi. So, now I'm thinking, like, you know, Greedo was one of those characters who, going back to episode four, was one of the first, like, bounty hunters we had. Who, who approached yeah. Han Solo. People forget about Greedo sometimes. And and I, I would love to see sort of, um, you know, us maybe maybe follow. I mean, we, you know, just bring in more Rodians and, and sort of see what that's like. Uh, have them keep kind of popping up around the Mandalorian. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'll tell yeah. you right now, I'm 100% I'm convinced. You know, we did an episode or a YouTube video a while back talking about some of those other bounty hunters. I'm 100% convinced we're going to see Boss before this whole thing's over. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, I, I, we, we were trying to do some research, right? We were trying to figure out, like, where in the canon did Bosk, where did his story kind of end, what happened? And it was really up in the air. I mean, he's still around. He's still someone who we could encounter. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think that would be really cool to see him and maybe some of those other bounty hunters. You know, yeah. Even if we yeah. saw sort of like a, like a, a dog fight between you know like our Mandalorian character sees Boba Fett fighting someone else, or maybe not even Boba Fett. I don't really think Boba Fett's going to come back. I think they're probably going to leave Boba Fett gone, or they're not going to touch it, and they're going to have that as an option. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. Well, wait, but what are they going to do? What do you think they're going to do with Tamara Morrison then? Uh, th so the big the big rumor is is Rex. Yeah, so Rex from you Return think he's going to be Jedi. Rex, not Boba Fett. Yeah, or another like older clone, clone who did survive. Yeah. I mean, if we yeah. have all these Jedi who survived the purge, it's way more likely that a clone would survive. And you look at what happened to Rex gathering um, a couple of those guys in rebels, right? He had, he had a few of them when, when they send Ezra, Kanan doesn't trust the, the clones and, you know, Rex is talking to Ezra Bridger in, in rebels and building a relationship there. And they kind of team up, you know. So those guys were old there. Rex continues on. I mean, it, that's sort of amazing in and of itself that they went ahead and confirmed that in Return of the Jedi, that was Rex. I, I couldn't believe that. Um, it's just because that guy's physical description kind of, you know, matches or whatever. And I, yeah, exactly. I thought that was genius. Um, so I think he could play one of those individuals. Um, yeah, no. But if they wanted to, he could be Boba Fett. I mean, I'm all for that. If you want to do that, yeah. you, know, you want to show us Boba, I'm down. So, because he was an unaltered, you know, clone, so he would be younger. You you wouldn't have to show like a really really old, you know, Tamora Morrison. So yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, okay, yes. did you have well, something? Well, no. So I, again, just want to reemphasize. I want folks to send us. Let us know who you th what 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 that character could be. Because you know me, I'm always thinking like 
I, I, I said I said a Gamorian. I said, uh, you know, maybe a Rodian. I'm even thinking the Ewoks now. There's a character called Peekba who leaves Endor and goes and becomes sort of a technician and is working on ships and starships and things. So you've got an Ewok who actually got off planet and uh, or off moon and was was, you know, is out in the galaxy doing stuff. So, you know, as the Mandalorian is going through spaceports, could we see an Ewok working on a spaceship? That would be God, that would be. That would be hysterical. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be, be hilarious. Uh, so. All right. Okay. Well, let's move on as we have a couple transmissions to get to here today. So I uh, got one from Eli. He's been messaging us the past couple past couple episodes. He says, hello there, Matt and Ezra. Thank you for taking the time to read my previous transmissions. If you've got others, you can hold off reading them for, uh, and, you know, another in, instead of mine right um he says but i've started into my origin story he says my father was never uh, had my father has never seen star wars um ex- uh, except falling asleep during the originals he says the plot isn't gripping or complicated he did however enjoy the mandalorian and with all that is rumored uh you know is rumored to happen in season two i decided now is the time so once a week we're going to be watching one but since a lot of the rumors are from clone wars um, Ashoka, Ahsoka and Rex. I'm going to be doing different Clone Wars arcs. I've got the Night Sisters arc because it sets up Maul and basically any arcs to do with Mandalore or Maul. Uh, I thought about doing the conspiracy arc or Yoda um, or Yoda, but uh, decided not to because while they are good arcs and explain the galaxy, they aren't necessarily important to the overall story and I can always go back if need be. But if you guys uh, think of any other arcs in Clone Wars or Rebels he should watch, uh, I'd be happy to go through uh, through them. Uh, once again, thank you, and may the force be with you. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, so that's a good question. So, what are some good Clone Wars or Rebels arcs mm-hmm. to watch to kind of get ready for Mandalorian season two? So basically, I would say because when we talked about this, you know, months ago, anything really to do with the dark because I think the dark mm-hmm. is going to be a big, big focal point of season two. Cause it shows up at the end of season one. Um, there's obviously going to be something going on there. I mean, we've talked about the possibility of Ahsoka training Mando and how to use it. Cause I definitely think Mando is going to get it. I mean, the fact that they've shown it, Mando's definitely using the dark saber, mm-hmm. yeah. um, unless it's Sabine, right. Which is, or well, Bo-Katan. I mean, there's, there's that too, yep, but yep. Um, I think that, I think we will see Mando, hold the dark saber at 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 some point and use it so i would definitely say that because that's a big mandalorian um kind of a thing the room i mean bo supposed to be in it so i'd say really any yeah any stuff with kind of mandalore uh would be definitely pretty big in rebels and in clone wars yeah no that that's really good advice i think um that it's going to be really important to season two. You know, one of the things in Legends, um, when you were talking about Mandalore, right, the planet, or you were talking about the leader of Mandalore, known as Mandalore, um, they looked for Mandalore's helmet. It was this artifact that if you could find it, Revan was actually the one who found it later. Uh, you remember this, you know, uh, Matt, this mm-hmm. was like, in, you know, so, some of those video games and stuff. So it was like an artifact of this relic that if you had it, that sort of was a symbol that you were the leader of Mandalore. You were Mandalore right. over the Mandalorians. And so now it's sort of shifted to it is this saber. It's this dark saber. That's really what we have um, now. So whoever holds that seemingly is the rightful leader. Um, and so it makes a lot of sense that Bo-Katan would be in this or someone 
who we know from Rebels or, or, or even Clone Wars, who's interested in reacquiring that. You know, if you're the Empire, you want to take that from those people so they are leaderless, right? So that they, they have no one uh, who, who people can rally around, you know, when you've, when you've lost that. And that's, I, I think that may be, have something to do with why they have different tribes and clans and things like that, you know? Um, so if we can, if we can locate that, that's gonna be a big deal. So there's, there's that. I, um, another thing that I would say is important and you might say it's not important for Mandalorian season two, but I don't know whether it's important for season two or season three or what have you. If there is any chance that they're bringing Ezra Bridger, um, or Ahsoka into this, um, I, I kind of actually think the future of Star Wars might actually be looking at some of the Mortis arc. And I say this because you have the Mortis gods there. It reoccurs in Rebels. That's something I never thought would happen. I never thought they'd come back and it would be such a big part and it would be such a huge re reason as to why Ezra is to do able to do what he's, what he's, what he's done in, in Rebels and defeat Thrawn. So... I kind of, uh, and, and Ahsoka is a big part of that. And if and, and then Ahsoka um, is related to the Mandalorians, right? I mean, she is very closely uh, involved with them and has good a good relationship there. So to me, um, I think it's all going to be woven together. And the other reason I say that is because you have Dave Filoni involved. So I uh, like the fact that uh, you know, in w when he's when he's creating Rebels, he decides to bring that back and to elaborate on it more. And then if there is any chance he's going to bring these his Rebels characters into the Mandalorian, I think he's going to continue to weave that thread through. And it's going to be something that we're always kind of searching for those answers. So now maybe that's not important for like Eli's dad to go, you know, watch right. or, for, or for any other, you know, if you're trying to show someone Star Wars, that's maybe not. That's that's what you call a deep cut. That is, that is for deep. Star Wars fans who are really like, I want to look at what's actually going on. Why are there murals of the Mortis gods in Rebels? What are the spirit creatures surrounding them? What does the brother and the sister represent? Why did the sister, why did she not become one with the force when her father did? Why yeah. is, is her carnal form still there? Why did Leia do the same thing? You know, and, and the rise of Skywalker. I'm telling you, it is all connected. But there we go. Yeah. There's Matanya. You know, you know, it kind of leads me, okay, kind of go in a different direction here because it just kind of got me to an interesting kind of thought as... um. If you had one chance to get somebody into Star Wars, where would you go first? So you get to show them one thing. Like you're like, hey, we're gonna watch. Uh, this. I've never seen Star Wars before. What like where would you? Where do you think you would go? Wow. Oh man, that's crazy. That's crazy. So uh, like, do you mean movie or TV show, or does it movie, matter? movie or 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 TV or TV show? But let's let we'll just, let's just do movie first, because I because man, yeah, let's break them, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I would yeah, well, TV show too. I guess it it would. There's a lot of variables. Like, is it a kid? Is it an adult? Let's say like it's let's say it's like maybe an adult, right? Okay, mm -hmm. you're gonna yeah. try and get into a, an adult into Star Wars. Um, where do you think you'd probably start? To be honest, I I would start. With episode one, really I would start with episode one. I would. I actually just saw some uh, some other podcasters uh, who are pretty well known. Um, there was a big controversy as to where they had never seen Star Wars, 
and it was like where should they start it's a one of those head gum um uh, right. productions or whatever so big time and they were debating with these um two women as to where they, they bring people on who have seen star wars and they started with four and it was that whole sort of like oh you know is this to me and i think when you ask george lucas it's like you start at one that's where it's at. Like, that's what he wanted to do. I know he did four first. So that's, it's, it's just crazy. I think you start at one because I would love to see people not know, especially if they, if they, if you don't know that cultural reference that, you know, no, I am your father or that Vader is Luke's right. father, then I think you can start with one. But if not, yeah, maybe see, you now, can start with four. Yeah. I, yeah. I, okay. I'm with you there too. I guess maybe I should have, maybe I should have phrased my question differently. Um, so the the because I am with you in that if you're going to watch Star Wars, like where should you start is episode one. I guess what I was really trying to ask was um, like you get hook them. Yeah, you have to, you have so, to hook them. Yeah, you have to hook them into getting into Star Wars because I actually have a starting point that I think would be kind of is kind of interesting. OK, um, so I think I would start if I had one chance to get somebody into Star Wars, I think I would show them Rogue One as as okay. as the movie yeah. because it doesn't really spoil anything Ooh, you're and right. it's you're right and it's a really cool movie like just to watch by itself that i think people would be like wow this is like this is pretty cool like yeah. yeah and it doesn't spoil anything it doesn't i mean there's nothing in rogue one that would spoil anything in star wars um and so I think it would be, I think it's, I think it's a great hook. And then really you're like, well, you can immediately then go to four five and six, or you could go back. You could go back to one, two and three. If, mm -hmm. if, if you, if you wanted, like, I think like, you know, like I'm sure there's, there's people that have started at any point, right? Like we had an email, somebody who's like, I started with two, I started with three, I've started, you know, whatever. Um, I'm with you though. If you're going to watch all the way through, I'd say start with one. Uh, that's where I personally feel. I know a lot of people say, well, you miss out. You lose the point of um, I'm your father. But I think that I just think it's different. I think overall, I would rather watch it one through six because then it then then Vader's redemption at the end is that much more powerful mm -hmm. because it's yeah. like you see him. You see it coming full circle um, right. as opposed to like, oh, now I have to watch him fall and, you know, whatever. Um mm -hmm. But yeah, if I had if I had to pick one place, the second place I'd go, in all honesty, might be the Mandalorian because yeah, I was going to say because that. it's yeah. again, it's it's outside of the main thing. And because great you, entry point. Yep. I think I think that I mean, obviously, episode four is like, you know, a amazing movie. Episode one is an amazing movie. But I think for some people, like when you try to get them to watch something like when you're like, dude, there's this there's a series that's really good but it's like four or five seasons it's like i don't know you know what i mean mm -hmm. like sometimes yeah. it's hard because it's like it seems it feels so daunting right um and sometimes season one of a lot of shows just isn't really that good like sometimes it takes a show a couple seasons to really hit its stride like um like i love 30 rock i, I 30 rocks one of my favorite shows ever but season one's bad and tina fey has in her autobiography says Season one of 30 Rock sucks. Like, it's not very good. Like, it, <laughs> and the show yeah. does it. Like, season two, like, a lot of shows, that first season, you know, it just, like, it, it's good, but it's not, like, amazing. And then, like, it kind of tra will transform into something else better, and that's really what you think about. Um, like, The Office. Season one of The Office is, like, it's not very good. I mean, it's not that it's not, it's not that it's not good, but it's just, like, season two is, like, the real place to start with that show. Like, sure. 
they, you know, budgets are bigger and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, the Mandalorian right now, because it's one season, I think is is that or really, I think I would go with, I think I would go with Rogue. I think I think Solo. I think in Solo as well. Oddly enough, I think the bows are like great place to start because if you start with four, some people might be like. Eh, it feels old right mm-hmm. or one is you know there's pod racing and jar jar and some people could be turned off by that and i can see how one would feel like a lot to people but yeah so but anyway that's just like i think rogue one is the if you had one chance uh-huh. to get somebody into star wars i think yeah. that's where i'd start no i actually like that i actually like that a lot i think you you might be Right, you have one chance to hook them. Do you start with one? What you know? Do you start with uh, four, uh, the Mandalorian or Rogue One? I think you're right. I think Rogue One to me over over Solo is is probably a good spot because I, you think about it, and as you say, yeah, there's not a lot of you can get right into it. You're invested. You realize that you're in the middle of a conflict that the rebellion is emerging. It's the same sort of feel that Episode Four has, except for you're not quite in the main story, the Skywalker saga. So you're just outside of it enough that you're like, this is very, very interesting. So where, where does this go? You see Leia at the end and, and that's, um, yeah, going to propel you there. You know, another interesting, since you brought that up, I've thought about those friends who it's like, let me just show you a clip. Let me just show you yes. five minutes and, and let me just see if this is enough to get you in. That's even more difficult. There's a lot of spots, you know. Space battle, lightsaber fights, um, certain you know certain confrontations or whatever, where you're like, what would be that one if you had five minutes? You know, where would you go to kind of get somebody like, okay, I'm in. You know, Matt was telling me the other day, he was like, as there's this new game coming out, I forget what it was, um, the name of that game, and and you were just like, and I was like, all right, you know, tell me about it, and he was like. He was like, there's there's a boy and he finds a magical sword. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. And I said, doesn't matter. I'm hooked, buddy. Let's right. go. Well, that, you know, that, you know, so that was, yeah, that was a while ago. It's the game was they were remaking a, a, a game for the Super Nintendo, uh, Secret of Mana, right? It's kind of like a classic, considered yeah. one of the best games for that for that system. And a couple of years ago, it's when we were living together, when we were doing Rebel Watch and we were in uh, in, in the condo. And uh, I remember they were they were remaking it. They were like remade. They remade the game, and I was telling you about it. And uh, you're and I was you're like, well, what's what's this game about? And I was like, well, a young boy finds a magical sword. You're like, I'm yeah. in. Like, I'm in. Like yeah, the, I was like, a, it's right. literally the start of it's literally the start of like every fantasy story like ever. Star Wars. Luke Skywalker, yeah. young kid, gets a magical lightsaber. Finds a lightsaber. You know, <laughs> this lightsaber. It's like, Here we go, man. Like, Here we go. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that was that was kind of funny. But yeah, like if if you had. I mean, right. honestly, one. that's one of those moments, like five minutes. So Luke's conversation with Obi-Wan. What about the Clone Wars? I mean, you're looking at it through, through the lens of Luke Skywalker, and he gives him a sword. Like, what happened to my father? You know, um, he was a good friend. He was a good pilot, too, right? I mean, so Obi-Wan's telling that story, and you're just sort of like, that's a pretty good spot if you're going to show somebody, like, to, to, you know, get some intrigue or get them hooked or interested. You get the five minutes there. So I don't know. It just kind of made me think, like, are there those moments in Star Wars where, um, you know, yeah, we could hook. You had to show him one. Yeah, yeah, you had to, you had, to, you had to show him one. See, and the, and it's tough because do you spoil something? Do you not spoil something? Right. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And Star Wars is so weird because it's broken up so much into so many different segments, and it's like, well, you know what I mean. Like, could you start with the sequels? I think you could. I think you could start with Episode mm-hmm. Seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's just it's so tricky too because. 
you know, like for years, the debate was, do you start with one or do you start with four? Well, now the debate is like, uh, it's all over the place, right? And so the more I kind of think about it, the more I feel like if I had one opportunity to get somebody hooked into Star Wars, like, you know, somebody like that, like I don't think would normally be into it. Um, you know, like my dad, for example, he just, that's just not really his, his, mm-hmm. his kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I think, I think I'd go with Rogue One just because I think it's like, hey, you can, you see a really cool story. As you said, it starts immediately before four. So really, when you go from Rogue One to four, I mean, it's like, it's, you know, it feels, it feels seamless, really. That's why, that's one of the great things about that movie. Uh, And you see Darth Vader literally mow people (laughs) down in that, in that thing. And so you're like, oh crap. And then, you know, they've just used the Death Star. Um, and now they're about to use it to blow up a planet. And so it's like, oh, oh crap, man. Yeah. Like, dude, let me tell you, I, I, I think, yeah. I think I, I, that's where I feel like would be the place I'd go, but let us know guys, send us, send us a transmission. If yeah. you had to start somebody, you know, and then if you go to kids, like, I mean, little kids, I think, you know, yeah. clone wars or, or so, rebels or still the, the Mandalorian, the, um, still the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, the Mandalorian. Yeah, man. Baby Yoda. I'm Mandal- telling you, I have so Baby many. Yoda. Kids love them. They love, absolutely love Baby Yoda. They're willing to sit there, and anytime he pops up on the screen, they're they're like glued to the screen. They want to know what he's doing, and then then, then right. they want to know who are these characters around him. I I, I that was right. part of the you said to that your your niece. She asked you, does does Ray know Baby Yoda I all mean, the time? Wants to know if yeah. <laughs> Ray knows who Baby Yoda is and where is he? You know, yeah. And I'm like, that's a great question, Rachel. Like I'm gonna figure it out. I promise you. So yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what, though? I Can I just say something as we transition into the next transmission? Um, mm-hmm. You kind of hit on something there at the end of Rogue One. You see someone, Darth Vader, using the Force. And you see him using a lightsaber. If you saw that for the first time, right, you see this dark figure in a mask. And no one can stand in his way. I mean, he is a... Like, everyone is afraid of him, even in that movie when he, uh, you know, Krennic and, and everyone. I mean, he's just like, he's intense, right? You see that and you think to yourself, who could stop him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who could stop that guy? Well, his son. All right. Maybe his son. You know, and well, at first, I don't think, know. I, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you, you know, at, at, well, I, you know, at first, at first, at first, and that's the, that's the great thing, right? Is that for you go in and you think, this old, this Obi Wan, this is the guy they're 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 going to go get. He and that that's such the genius behind it. It's like, well, he's obviously going to be the hero. He's help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. No, there is another. <laughs> I love Star Wars, man. I just love it. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Sorry, I that's just had that great. thought. And I was great. like, wow. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. Okay, all right. Let's go. Uh, I got another one here uh, from Caleb. He says, hello again. I have a rewatched The Clone Wars Season 7 and Revenge of the Sith. Since uh, since then, I have had one thing on my mind. Order 66. I've also watched the Clone Trooper, uh, Clone Trooper 5's arc and have been pondering over that as well. What would have happened if they had listened to 5's? What if Yoda and Obi-Wan had listened to the signal ordering the Jedi to retreat to the Coruscant Temple? May the Force be with you. Yeah, it's a great question. I like that. Um, kind of, again, it's something, you know, Matt and I always do is, is we play the the what if game there. 
Um, I guess let's start with fives, right? You know, I mean, okay. he basically. Well, we always. I mean, if they would have listened, right? I mean, if he's he's the one kind of trying to alert everyone about. Let me. Yeah. Um. You know, just like the, like the chip, right? And and. Mm-hmm. And like lo- we learn about the the warning, like if we would have gotten ahead of this, and could we have stopped it? Could the clones have done something more? That's crazy to think about. I mean, that's that's wild. I actually think the if the Jedi would have caught more, if if they well, if they would have been more in tune with the Force, and they caught on to this plot to use the clone army against them, I actually think the war would have been way more i think more lives would have been lost like the jedi would have you know isolated themselves they would have fallen back not to coruscant but to somewhere else and the war would have had three factions to it at that point maybe um if not then you know palpatine would have consolidated uh the separatist right maybe in with the republic and 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 just tried everything he could to fight off the jedi they would be that hope um but but so many people would have been lost uh, versus what Palpatine did with Order sixty six is essentially say, no, just the Jedi, just just them. Um, although tons of other people and planets and billions, you know, people were lost during that war. Um, at the end of it, I, I think, uh, you know, if if the Jedi are able to, if more of them get away, if more of those council members are able to survive and stuff, then then I think it prolongs it. I think it gets bloodier and things like that. You know, if that if that makes sense. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think, I don't know about that. If if the Jedi had actually gone back, because again, you you look at, I kind of look at it in two ways. One, they're still users of the Force, so they could have, uh, they could have done something. But their numbers are still so small compared to the entire clone army. I don't know if they'd have the resources to be able to actually fight as a third faction or uh, in, in, in this war. I'm with you. I think Palpatine would have just progressed a lot further. Um, I mean, Palpatine took out three Jedi uh, in the matter of seconds. So I mean, I don't know that he need, you know, I mean, even yeah. if like 20 had yeah. shown up, do you think it really would have made that big of a difference? If that, if those 20 is not like, well, no, I, th- I think, my, you know, my point is, so, okay, if, if Fives, you, you know, who is discovering the, the, the chip and is trying to let people know that, hey, there's a way in which we can be controlled. You know, this chip was inserted. In, I got, oh, okay, you know, I got you, yeah. I, I, I think if a small faction of those clones would have gotten information like that to the Jedi earlier on, and, and if that would have been revealed... Yoda and and the council members could have shifted. I think they would have realized that they are completely deceived by the dark side. So um, what they're worried about, you know, Mace Windu, when he says, should we inform the Senate, right, that we've lost our ability to use the force? Uh, And Yoda says that, you know, only our our multiply will our adversaries, right? And and it's like, okay, so the answer there is no, we're not going to inform the Senate. But if they would have had this information that we are in and amongst these clone troopers who they that that someone has complete control over i they would have they're they're smart they would have realized that they are all being deceived and at that point i think yoda would have taken the council and i think he would have relocated everyone on a different planet they they would have evacuated coruscant i really do because that's what they did in legends books and stuff and i kind of think you know okay it's time to go regroup and listen reconnect to the force something is wrong 
we're, we're out of sync here. We're out of balance. And I think if that would have happened, this would have been a bloody... I mean, it would have been such a prolonged fight. Of, I mean, you know, I they would have maybe been able to get some of the clones over to their side. Maybe they're able to actually, you know, join up with the Separatists in, in some way and, and try to... You know, it's just tough because their allegiance is to the Republic and to democracy, right? Uh, right. So that's where I just think it would have been more of a prolonged thing. I don't think they would have gone right. Cause, cause the other thing is you don't know necessarily from fives who's behind the chip implant. And then they don't quite know the Jedi don't know that Palpatine is the Sith Lord they're right. looking for. So they just think that, well, okay, the, now this clone army is under the potential control of the, of the Sith. And we don't know who that is. So I, we got to right. get out. I mean, like we, need yeah, to I still, I still think, I still think Palpatine would have played them like a fiddle and they still would have not known that it was Palpatine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think they would have known it was Palpatine either. I don't I think, think that would have um, changed. Yeah. So, so that's where I think that even if they do it just retreat, would have been longer. Yeah, it would just it just prolongs sort of the inevitable, really, is that because then he does um have a clone army that is under his control. He can use propaganda and what have you and maybe even bring in some of the separatists and sort I mean he can somehow turn this into a conspiracy like the Jedi, well, if, you, if they leave Coruscant, immediately the message is they abandoned you. The Jedi have abandoned yeah. us. You know, they've left the Republic. They're outside of our, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of a crazy question uh, to think about what would have happened if they would have gotten more information on stuff earlier and what, what could they have done. You know, because the real thing is, I mean, had they have known, here's a real what if. If they find out in episode two at the start of the Clone Wars um, or even any time before Episode 2, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn, I'll say this again, Qui-Gon Jinn was sent to to figure out, to unmask these Sith, right? And at the end of it, they're wondering, who did Obi-Wan kill? You know, did, did he, but kill in air quotes. Did he kill Darth, was, was Darth Maul, you know, the master or the apprentice? So the apprentice, yeah. They figured out that point in time, we are facing, the Sith are back. So Mace Windu can take a seat, right? Um, and it's like, if they would have figured out that Palpatine was their guy, even after he's Chancellor, I think if you send Yoda, Mace Windu, and Obi-Wan, and, and you send uh, Ki-Adi Mundi, you send them all in there, I think they got him. But that's the, that's the whole point, is that he is a master of deception. You know, he would have, I mean, even if... I think if Palpatine realizes he's outnumbered, if the council shows up at his door and says, you're under arrest, I think he doesn't admit to anything. He plays it as if this is right. tree. This is, you know, this, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. This is, he plays it, it is off treason. as some, yeah, it is treason, right? <laughs> and so he would play it off as he's some feeble old, you know, uh, senator mm -hmm. uh, who, who became chancellor. What are you doing? Like, that's what he would. Yeah. And then they would have been painted out as bad guys. You know, so I think he was that he was in a great position. I mean, he's the mastermind yeah. behind all of yeah. this. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's see here. Got one more here from Tristan. It says, "Hey guys, my name is Tristan, and I want to send you guys my transmission along with a couple of theories and ideas." I've been listening to the podcast for a couple months now. I came over from Ezra's other podcast and have been hooked. I've been a Star Wars fan for as long as I can remember. Whenever I would go into my dad's house, we would watch Star Wars together in reverse order. I don't know why I liked watching it that way, but I did. 
And then the re-release uh, and the theaters happened and my dad and I went to every one of them. I remember seeing the Death Star explode and I looked over my dad and he was passed out full on snoring. I mean, we've got a lot of people's dads are just, that's what I think my dad would do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. just he's, um, he uh, had worked the whole night before and then took me to stand in line at seven in the morning so we could get good seats. So my star, uh, so Star Wars was my uh, my dad and I's thing. But then I started to notice we had these Star Wars books lying around my mom's house. I would find them everywhere in the bathroom, in the living room, and in my mom's room. So I finally asked my mom about it. She told me that she had read every single Star Wars book. This blew my mind. My mom was as big of, as a nerd as I was. I stayed um, a huge nerd my whole life, obsessing over Star Wars and comic books and movies. Uh, I was a person who hated the prequels, but I came around with them. Honestly, Clone Wars really helped with that. I loved season seven. I'm a big fan of the clones. Captain Rex is a top five character for me, so I loved getting so much of him. And I also really loved the Rise of Skywalker. Nowadays, my love for Star Wars is just as strong, if not stronger, than when I was a kid. I spend way too much time talking about Star Wars with my best friend, uh, Brant. Far too much, uh, far far too much time than is acceptable for a couple of thirty-year-old dudes who don't do a podcast about Star Wars. So we started recording our conversations and are about to start our podcast. Shout out to Ez. A couple of months ago, I DM'd Ez about recording and different equipment, and, I, and just advice about starting a podcast. And he was really great and helpful, and I'm so thankful for that. I was also thinking of um, about my checklist of things that I wanted to I wanted to see in Star Wars, like what are the things that I really really want to see and the number one thing that i need to happen in star wars is ahsoka talking to luke and leia about their parents i need to see that so bad and hopefully that is an animation because we will you know we've never gotten an animated luke hopefully we get that in the rebel sequel where the crew of the ghosts go looking for ezra along the way they meet jedi master luke and ahsoka can talk to him about his parents now I've really left out. Um, now I have a really out of left field Mandalorian theory that I'm almost 100% positive this won't happen. But I thought it would. Um, I thought about it and it makes me laugh to think about. Baby Yoda is evil. I know it's crazy to think about this. Baby Yoda killed. Um, you know, uh, uh, it's really crazy to think about this. Baby Yoda killed Queel, not those scout troopers. They showed up in the the they they showed the child in the episode before Force choke Cara Dune. Then at the beginning of the last episode, they went out of their way to show us that those scout troopers were um, worse shots than normal stormtroopers. So you mean to tell me that those inept scout troopers could shoot a moving target while on speeders? As his mind is blown right now, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it will come out. Maybe Yoda Force choked Quill. Uh, Quill right Quill. Uh, for some evil plan, and we are all just uh, blinded by cuteness. Anyways, I'm certain this won't happen. Uh, it's just a crazy idea. So long. sorry for the long transmission. Thanks for doing what you're doing. May the force be with you, Tristan. A couple things to break down here. One, I, I just want to go back to the idea of Ahsoka talking to um, Luke in like in Rebels or something about his parents. Um, the I would love. And I feel like I feel like it's it's more likely that we would we, that we haven't seen an animated Luke, but we have gotten an animated Leia. I would I would really love that idea just because it would help bring Padme forward because Padme's story just like stops, right? Like with Episode Three, it's like her story just stops, like because Vader goes on and it becomes all about him. And I would love something like that, um, just so that we could 
get some talk about Padme and how like Anakin and Padme were madly in love with each other and kind of bring her, her forward in the, in, in the arc because we just don't have that. And I, I would love, love to see that. Um, so did you have thoughts on that as before we jump to the, the next? Yeah. One? Yeah. No, I, th- I think that would be, that's, that's important. Um, we, we've been talking recently that Luke and Leia, you know, have cousins. Who are they? Yeah. What are they up to? Yeah. You know? And, and so we, that's a whole nother offshoot. I think that could be a whole series, a movie series. It could be whatever. And we could learn about. Yeah. Those, so we're, yeah. yeah. So, but so I, we're talking about in, in episode two, there's deleted scenes um, that I kind of, I totally forgot about. Like, I totally forgot about this. In episode two, they like, they go visit Padme's parents. Right. Uh, yep. And like, yeah, you meet, it's just a sister and all this stuff. And then you see them at like kind of the funeral of episode three. Um, and I, I just totally forgot about that entire scene. Like, yeah, completely forget that it exists. Right. That they're walking and you see a little girl there as well. And, right. and so, um, the idea is that maybe her sister or whoever, right. Has, has kids and that, so through their, on their mother's side, they may have, and and that may be discussed in, in canon books. I know when I was reading bloodlines for right. the first time, I was trying to figure out how, how Leia had a claim to a throne of some kind. So I, I got to go back and look at all of that. So there, that, that, but I, I felt like that was through her adopted parents in, in Alderaan and not necessarily yeah. anything to do with Naboo. Naboo. So that, again, I haven't read the queen peril book. Uh, I haven't got into any of that stuff either. So I need to, I need to read those and that there might be answers in there. Um, yeah. So, so I'll get on that, but, but I would like to, to hear Luke talk uh, or see if, you know, perhaps he or Leia went back and did any more, you know, investigating or digging or, or reconnected with any of their other relatives or their mother and mm-hmm. figured out more, more about, about her. Um, it's a big deal. It's really important. So, yeah. yeah. Now, real quick, I want to mention too. So, uh, yeah, Tristan James, uh, at Tristan James underscore 37, um, good friend of the, all the, all the podcast actually, um, has been listening for, for a long time. And, uh, if I get some information on, uh, you know, any of that podcasting stuff, that he's starting. I'll definitely pass that along, but, but, uh, yeah, you should get, you guys should go check him out. So now on to this, this is what was blowing my mind here. Um, baby he, Yoda. He brings up some really good points here. So, wow. They do show us that, right? That you, that they can't hit. Yeah. I mean, they can't even hit a, was it a can that they had there or something? They, they right. was, and like, they're what, at point blank range, point blank range. It is just sitting there. Now, now you, you can argue that's just it's comedy, it's whatever. I mean, they could have rode right up on Quill and they could have just pressed a blaster into him and 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 had at it. But um, I don't know. I really don't know now. I mean, he's he's resourceful. Yeah, there's the IG unit coming out, you know, to also right. That's that's what we see later on. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I see. I can see them just getting close enough to where they 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 shoot Quill. Really, I, I see they have they had to get that that right. close, and they they're on speeders, um, and so there's that possibility. But the episode before, we were talking, you know that that Baby Yoda seemed like um, was was force choking Cara Dune. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean that was crazy, and and so you, you don't really you don't know. I still just think that Baby Yoda is a. I'm sorry, the child is. It's baby Yoda. Yeah, a, a a child, right? And so right. doesn't really know what he is doing or 
whatever is just out to protect the Mandalorian at at all costs. So, but to kill Quill, I I don't know, man. I'm just saying, Tristan, that's mm-hmm. a really good idea because that is true. I'm not gonna I'm gonna have to go back and look at that scene because I don't think we see I, I don't think we see any blaster holes on him. We just kind of see him laying there. Okay. Yeah, I thought maybe there was some smoke coming off him, but maybe not. There might not have been. Uh, let me let me let me just let me see if I can find a picture of it really quick. Yeah. Uh, so that's um, that's crazy. That is crazy. I do think there's definitely more going on. There there has been some misdirection. Like we're all sort of there's something obvious right in front of us that we are missing, and that is the genius of what they're doing. I don't know what it is yet, but we're gonna have to figure that out. Whether it's the Mandalorian not taking his helmet off or their tribe or he just kind of, he's just kind of laying there he's on his side mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to see here i'm gonna put it into my my camera here because i just have it yeah yep yep so if you, you see, yeah, I see it. I mean, yeah, he's I see just it. he's just kind of he's just kind of laying there so i don't hmm i don't know that's a good but it's a good that's a really really good thought I, I gotta say, it's really that's really interesting. Good. Yeah, it's an interesting observation. I, I I wouldn't have put those 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 together. I hadn't heard anybody say that. So, um, yeah, I, yeah. So I don't know. There, I don't know. What what do you think the thing is that we're missing though? I mean, obviously, if we knew, we'd just tell you, right? But I mean, about about the child or baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah I I don't. We're so missing. yeah, and you and I've talked about it before too. I don't know if we've said anything on the podcast, but we have talked about the idea of like something about baby yoda like he does use what's perceived as typically as a dark side power which is the force choke but he's doing it to protect Mm -hmm. right or what he thinks is protect um mando Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but then again luke skywalker force chokes somebody yeah uh, in in episode 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 six Mm -hmm. yes and so is it a bad thing? You know, like, is that if you were in a desperate situation and you're a I don't think that it's user, even, you know, I, I don't even think that force choking in my and just in my kind of headcanon. I don't think force choking is is a bad thing, because what's the difference of what's the difference of killing somebody with by stabbing them with a lightsaber or killing somebody with force choking them? Mm-hmm. Like if Obi-Wan Kenobi's fighting a Sith, right, if, when he's fighting Darth Maul and he's fighting for his life uh is 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 there a difference between using a force choke to kill darth maul or as opposed to like cutting him in half you know that he doesn't really die whatever but Mm -hmm. you know just you know yeah no i get you i get you i think it's that it's that whole thing about like when when have you rendered someone defenseless and then at that point when right like because i think it's intent because when vader force chokes somebody yes he he does it to impose his will Mm -hmm. right like he's doing it when they're defenseless when they're talking is like shut up i've had enough Mm -hmm. of you type of a thing or to kill somebody you know like like that he's not in combat with like so there's a there's (laughs) a diff there's like there's a total difference right yeah, but Luke Skywalker does too, doesn't he? Just to impose his yeah, will. Luke, yeah, Luke kind of does. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Luke he does a little push does, on man. the Gamorrean. Yeah. Oh, that's. Uh, yeah, he's, you're not barring my way. Is essentially what he's. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, so, anyways, I don't know. I but I I think they definitely you know the creators of this threw that in there to make us all think there is something up that could just be to keep us all guessing. That also could be the thing that we focus on. But yet I, I think there's something, even with the Mandalorian, there's something deeper. There's something right in front of us that we're 
that, that we're not seeing that we're missing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I can't wait to see what that is. Cause that's, that's typically what good writing and, and stuff will do is that like, Oh my God, it was there the whole time. How did we not see that? You know? So I don't know what that is. And that's the good, that's, that's a good thing I would say, but we'll have to figure it out. You know, Dr. Pershing there, the, the, you know, cloners are there. Yeah. They're doing something. They're trying something. to acquire baby Yoda for some reason. What is it? But yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, that is it for us today. Uh, you guys continue to ha- hammer out those transmissions uh, so we can keep uh, plugging away. Whatever you guys want to talk about, we will talk about as we gear up. You know, a lot of things have been moved around. Star Wars Celebration officially canceled. Um, some of the higher public stuff has been pushed back, mm-hmm. but the yeah. one we are still totally ready for Star Wars Squadrons now. Um, yeah. that, that's, we, that was announced. That's going to be coming. And, of course, The Mandalorian Season 2. So we want to thank you guys for hanging out in hyperspace. Our next episode will continue to discuss your guys' transmissions. So be sure to send us your Star Wars thoughts, origin stories, or some of your favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time. And remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dust and crops. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.